thank you, Megan, for helping us through Monster of the Week. Those are going to be fun characters to play. I look forward to being Fisherman Jeff. I think it's going to be stupid fun. Yep. Uh, and now on a complete tonal shift, Garrett, Call of Cthulhu. Yeah, Call of Cthulhu. Tell us about it. Um, horror role And then tell us who's the, on it. Horror role-playing in the world of H.P. Lovecraft's Cthulhu Mythos. Just sans the racism. <laughs> well, if we're in the 20s, not quite. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I refuse to ever bring that up, ever. <laughs> That's, I completely agree That's with fair. that decision. Uh, I, I'm sure there's someone out there that has tackled that in a uh, very uh, respectful and toneful way, but uh, I'm, I avoid that shit. Like we are not that group. <laughs> nope. I'm glad to hear that. It's not our job. That's, uh... Exactly. Plus, it's alternate history anyway, so it could uh, it, there could be no racism in the 1920s if you wanted it to be. Um. Anyways, so let's see here. Uh, first off, give me one second. I'm going to get you guys the a link to the investigator's handbook. Ooh. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, as for who all's in it, it is going to be... Uh, I know Alex is in here. David is in here. And Matthew is in here. Absolutely. I love Call of Cthulhu, though I haven't played since second edition. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're on seventh edition now. I've yes, I'm characters aware. before, but never gotten to play. So I'm excited to actually get in here. Yeah, it's been forever, and I love this game so much. I've always liked this game. Alrighty. My dog is ripping the blanket off of me. That's great. <laughs> Let's see. Call Cthulhu Investigator's Handbook. Upload. Alrighty. Okay, so you guys should also have the investigator's handbook there now. Boom, done. Yep, it's here. And I will recommend going to page uh, 64 because that is the end of the character creation chapter and it has all of the steps on to, across the t two pages there of how to create a character. Awesome. Condensed. So, yeah. I think I think we all know who I'm playing, Garrett. Oh, are you bringing back a character? I love my character. She's the best. See, that doesn't narrow it down. All your characters are female. Well, 3d6 multiplied by 5 for the characteristics. Okay, so true. it's a d-roll yeah. method. Yes, Which it is. Did you say, oh, uh, sorry. All my Call of Cthulhu characters are female. Fair enough. All right, let's get out some d6s. Yeah, I like this. You roll 3d6 by times 5 for most of the characteristics, and then there's uh, 3 that are 2d6 plus 6 instead. Okay, so 2 that are basically... Oh, 2d6 plus 6, but still multiplied by 5. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I see. All right. Let's see, am I going oh, to... Also, also, if you have any sort of character concept in mind... Uh, you can you can totally swap any of the characteristics that are rolled the same way on your sheet. I'm totally fine with that. Okay. Am I going to be strong? We'll start there. Made the classic mistake of not having d6s within reach. 
How can I don't understand you people? Earlier, somebody said that uh, they didn't have dice within reach. That was Alex. They were in my house. I can be sitting on the toilet, and there's a full set close. All right, I'm not that crazy, but anywhere that I sit, my desk in my room, my computer room, and the kitchen all have dice. I like to think Matthew just has like a, a drug bag full of dice in the back of the toilet. <laughs> we just cleaned our house so that things are misplaced. Actually, or, actually, where they should be, or something. I don't know. Do you know those cheese ball containers? I have one of those in the bathroom full of dice. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just imagine what? like a drug smuggling operation with like the the sausage casings that they hide in animals, but it's dice instead of cocaine. One uh, day, one day as Patreon content, maybe I'll just get a, give a video tour, a streaming video tour of my house of the arcade games and of the weird places dice are and all that stuff. I don't know. Thought you were gonna say maybe is uh, maybe is Patreon content. I would stick a bag of dice up my butt and fly across the border. There ain't enough money in the world to make me do that. No, that's our that's our DDB OnlyFans content. <laughs> of course, I just rolled an eighteen for one of my stats. So well, eighteen yep. times five. So that that'll be stellar. Um, yes, that's ninety, right? Ninety five, something like that. No, is it? Uh, it might be. It's ninety, yeah. 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 yeah All right, so that's really high. That's my con. I'm never gonna die. That's I'm going straight. Game works, right? I'm gonna straight down the the thing, straight thing, etc. I'm gonna start now. All right, here we go. Oh, oh, hey, hey! You have a high con. I have an eighteen strength. So, nice. ah. <laughs> I need to get her updated character sheet from my laptop. Yeah. These so guys. One, th one thing I will say, uh, as far as the sanity portion of Call of Cthulhu, uh, it's very, you never know how much sanity loss something is going to cause. As an example, uh, I've been reading through Horror on the Orient Express recently, which is like one of the massive campaigns for Call of Cthulhu. And there's some things that are in there that are like, oh, if you pass your sanity, you lose 1d10, which is already a, uh, a large lot. amount. Uh, if you fail your sanity, you lose 1d100 because you're looking at an elder god. <laughs> there's a there's another one with that where um i forget the i forget the adventure but one of my one of my friends was telling me about it how it was an old adventure they upscaled to seventh edition mm -hmm. where you literally look at Nyarlathotep, and if you fail, you take a hundred points of sanity damage. That that's mass. It, that's definitely mass of Nyarlathotep. <laughs> is it? I thought it was a one shot, but fair enough. It might be, but uh, the the biggest one for that would be the giant campaign mass of Nyarlathotep, where you meet Nyarlathotep like eight times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and different guys. That also reminds me of the one shot you ran, where if you open a door, you look at Azatoth. <laughs> yep. All right, intelligence. Oh, not so great. <laughs> uh, I ran a Delta Green scenario where if they don't succeed in time, they get to look at Azathoth. Alright, so 8 times 5 is 40. Alright, so where are we on? Definitely not a power kind of person. That's uh, one of my well, lowest stats. Well, that's great, Alex, because that just directly influences how much sanity you have. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Let's hope I roll well for luck. Huh? Let's see how this goes. No, I, I rolled a 4 on 2d6. 
Uh, thankfully, it's a plus six kind of thing. But Multiply uh, by five with character strength, con, dex, app, and power. Yeah, 50 luck. We are doing, we are doing 20s, Call of Cthulhu, right? Yeah, 1920s. Okay. So, app is five, two, five, three, four, which is And insanity is, eight, is just straight power. Yes, sir. 12 times 5. Okay. Your current sanity is straight power. Your max sanity is 99. Oh, is, so, is or that changes. Not, no, no, your starting, starting is your power. Your max is always 99 unless something changes it, like having Cthulhu Mythos ranks. Oh, yeah. Got it, got it. Max power. and starting sanity are separate. You can, if you are somehow incredibly lucky, come out of a scenario with more uh, sanity than you went in with. Yep. Six four four is if fourteen you for power. Most of your sanity rolls and know that you've stopped whatever evil was there is the most likely scenario where you'd be more sane. Gotcha. So size. Well, let me calculate my. How is size measure? What size was a two d six plus? Is... No, no, no. Size is. Oh yeah, no. The roll. Sorry, I thought you were doing the the fucking like height and weight. Two d six plus six. So. 9 plus 6 is 15. And then 15 times 5 is 75. Okay. Well, I got pretty... I'm I'm not upset with my rolls so far. For the most part, I'm okay. As long as I don't go crazy, it'll be fine. What's what's that based off? That's off power, right? That's a based off yeah. power. I wrote a 14 on power, so that's 70, right? Oh, that's nice. my yeah. master. Yeah, your starting right. sanity is based on your uh, your just, starting pal. Just double checking. Fourteen is seventy. It's weird to think that fourteen is the seventy, but okay. I mean, um, it's, it, you're multiplying by five, so yeah, uh, fifteen right. seventy-five. That's <laughs> right. I know. I got yeah. you. And the sixteen, God forbid, is eight. <laughs> so two d six plus six is also for intelligence and education. So two d six. Four and four, that's eight, plus six is 14, so that's 70. For and then at the end here, you don't have to choose an age right now, but after you've sort of chosen occupation and defined your character and set their age, you'll go back here and you'll deduct, if you're old enough, you'll deduct points from your uh, physical attributes and gain education. Okay. Yeah. So I should ask, is anyone else, anyone else planning to play an Australian? No, I absolutely not. Wasn't no. really thinking about that. No, and that and that should tell Garrett exactly who I'm playing. Yeah, I know. I had a feeling it was them. Uh, of course, geez. of course, it's her. Bald's <laughs> favorite character. So seven plus six is thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, I thought I rolled pretty well for my sixty-five education, which I realized was pretty average, actually. But that's not quite to bachelor degree level education, so. Yeah, I'm at Education 65 also. So, I, uh, I got well, me happy said, with if you're, if you're older, your education can potentially increase later. That's true. Yeah. Um, I oh. like mid-30s, so I get to make an improvement check for my education. What does that mean? Uh, Look at the bottom of that box. It'll tell you. Ah, there. Percentage dice. If it's greater than my current... I really love scrolling through our chats, Garrett, because we have had some interesting photo exchanges. 
Yeah, greater yeah. than my current education, then I get to add a detail. I I okay. proof all my OnlyFans pictures by sending them to Truth first, as everyone knows. <laughs> he does, and I always make sure to give him accurate critique. Well, I got a I got over my education, so that's that's great. Then I roll a D10. Let's go. I haven't decided an occupation yet. But I'm ridiculous. I'm good at strength con and dex, so I feel like it should be occupation, something that goes along that. Yeah, if you're all, if you're already on step four for occupation, go to page sixty-eight, and that'll start listing all the occupations. Occupations. No, I got to do age. Sorry, I didn't do age modifiers. How do you do make an improvement check for it's eating? It's at the bottom you? of that column. You roll a okay. roll a d one hundred or d percentile over your education. Oh, if, if you're bigger, if, it, if you're over, then you roll a d ten. Yeah, it, okay. it basically makes it harder to improve if you have a high yeah. education. I I got lower than my education, so nothing happens to my age modifier. That's easy. All right, derived attributes, sanity points equal to power character answer. And that Magic. was all calculated by the sheets. So... Sheets, yeah. And I well, 3d6 multiplied by 5 for luck. I didn't see the luck part. 3d6 multiplied by 5 for luck. Uh, so 1, 3, 5. So 9. 9 plus 9 times 5 is 45 luck. Yeah, I don't know why they put luck in box two instead of the characteristics. <laughs> yeah. It's a little weird. But yeah, luck is interesting. Uh, there are luck checks for things. Uh, like, oh. for example, if you were f if you were fleeing to like a vehicle and trying to get it started while something was chasing you, uh, luck check, are the keys in the visor? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, however, luck also has another use. Uh you can burn luck permanently uh, to increase your roll or decrease your roll by that <laughs> amount. So when you're rolling a skill in Call of Cthulhu, you're trying to roll under your percentage, right? So if you rolled like a 78 and your skill was a 64, you could spend the difference in luck to have succeeded on that roll. That's that's cool. But it is a finite, uh, a finite pool. Like, once you add a luck, you're out of luck. Size plus con. That was already uh, calculated. Circle the results in the boxes in this section. Determine move I, rate. I have literally played a game before where someone spent 40 luck to uh, in on one roll in order to, to like, <laughs> succeed on it because it was that critical. Yikes. <laughs> That's almost my whole pool. I'm at 45 total. <laughs> um, okay. So, so where do I calculate? It said to calculate move rate, but where do I put that it's, on the sheet? It's already calculated on the sheet. It's oh, already. okay. Yeah, it's right, an auto-calc sheet. All right. Which is lovely. Mm -hmm. Call Cthulhu has very good sheets. It's they a also very popular game. it's a, it's almost as old as D and D. It's contemporary, basically, with first edition D and D. Yep, it is forty years old as of this year. Okay. So to the occupations, chapter four. 
Yep, and it starts with a, a giant list of them and then goes into them alphabetically after that uh, to describe them in more detail. Hmm. All right. I could not have asked for better starting stuff, though. I, I'm happy. Yeah, let's let's go look at my uh, stats to see what I might have. Uh, great Three. con, okay education and size, and kind of average. Choose an occupation. Note the occupation skills and credit rating. Okay, occupational skills. Let me use the key. Okay, all right, so go to page 68. So what's everybody making? What's the basic concept? Does anybody have an idea on what sort of? Uh, I've got two. I've got the one I want to play, and I've got the one I will play if no one plays a character who's even remotely competent at combat at all. Well, I with my strength of 90... And my high dex and high con, I think I gotta go something combat wise. Okay, cool. So okay. I'm playing a professional uh, baseball player. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we doing that again, Garrett? <laughs> uh, well, give me a reason. The, the only good part about that is it would give me a reason to carry around a bat at all times. <laughs> that, having that a poor kid. Having a baseball bat would not be the worst. Also, gun laws basically don't exist. Carry whatever you want. That's true. <laughs> so I've got a. Well, maybe I'll just go straight up thug. <laughs> so it's actually as I've been reading horror on the Orient Express, it's been very interesting. Uh, they're they're very detailed about the different gun laws in different countries of Europe at the time. Oh, so like, yeah. So like half of Europe is just like, no, we don't care. Uh, and then the other half of Europe is like fascist Italy, and it's like, yes, uh, you will be arrested and uh, and uh, taken to like a secret facility by fascist black shirts if you get caught carrying a gun. In here. <laughs> I'm not gonna be an archaeologist. I won't be an architect. Athlete's a possibility. Not an artist. Not an asylum attendant. I'm kind of feeling like a book dealer could be fun. Most importantly in the 1923s, it's Constantinople, not Istanbul. <laughs> huh. Yeah, it is still Constantinople. For a few more years. Uh, my character is a librarian who was a former doctor of geology down in Australia. Uh, maybe I'll do something different then. Uh, I'm just looking at this list, so like I'm not super yeah. married to anything. She's got uh, good anthropology, decent charm, good library use. She's okay in a scrap. She's really good at occult medicine. Uh, but terrible at first aid. Or sorry, not uh, not <laughs> uh, not geologist, uh, astronomer, bank robber. Like opposites of each other. <laughs> they are. She was, she's a biologist and an astronomer. She was studying geology when she was introduced into the world uh, that is the Eldritch. And her best friend is Amigo, named Jeffrey. I mean, there is bank robber. That's not terrible. Yeah, her actual profession is a cultist. But she 
is a quote-unquote librarian. That is literally what they call themselves. <laughs> are we based out of um, the Miskatonic area? Or are we somewhere else? I will go into that in a bit. Okay. I don't know. There's so many things. So are you guys more on the good side of the law or the bad side of the law? I should ask that. Because <laughs> I'm thinking... A, I don't I'm think that matters unless someone reason. is literally a police officer. Yeah. Well, there's also a federal agent. So I was thinking... Yeah, Pinkerton. I've been thinking, I've been thinking possible uh, bank robber. So <laughs> that's what I was asking. Misty is an intrinsically good... Her name is Misty Offers, by the way. Uh, Misty is an intrinsically good person. Oh. Uh, again, to the point where her best friend is Amigo named Jeffrey. That's not his actual name. She just calls him that. Uh, and the friendship is not mutual. <laughs> he just uses her to collect samples. <laughs> I'm going to go for journalist then. We've kind of cool. got a researcher. We'll go journalist then. So. So better military put skills, or better put points into camera use or photography or whatever the yeah. skill is called. So have you decided on your occupation, Alex? Yep. We're going to do journalist. Journalist. Do you want to do investigative or reporter? Is there a, what's the, uh, man. Okay. So here's, here's my choices. Military officer, bank robber under criminal, um, boxer. I think those are the ones I'm thinking about. Anybody? Any suggestions? Boxer is really solid. Uh -huh. um, I guess the question is: Is there anything in this campaign that hinges on us being able to do locksmithing? Yeah, that was Garrett. my question. Why would I ever tell you that? <laughs> Because if none of us can do it, the game stops. <laughs> Bro, what kind of adventure is designed so that if you can't do one skill check, the adventure is over? Don't you play Pathfinder? <laughs> yeah, but APs are terribly written, so why would I care? Oh, Squid, I'm going to go bank robber just because it's... All right. I have never fun. seen a Call of Cthulhu scenario where you had to have a skill where you couldn't make progress. I mean, I get fighting, other, I get firearms. Other than library use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would give me fighting, firearms, etc., right? And so I should be I should be okay as far as the actual combat side of things. And then locksmithing, as you said, just in case. <laughs> Okay, so now that I've chosen... Get some that... stealth in there, get some mechanical repair in there. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, so once you've chosen your profession, uh, put a tick mark on all your profession skills so you remember what they are on your character sheet. Good freaking call. And then, after that's done, erase those tick marks because that's how you track what skills you've used successfully to level up if you ever want to play this character again. Yep. Uh, also, uh, make sure to note what your credit rating for your profession is, because you have to put at least the minimum amount into that as yep. a skill. It... Well, it can go 5 to 75 for me. So I'm a okay, rich yeah, or I'm a you're... 
<laughs> I, I forgot bank robber was one of the really good ones because you can invest as much as you want <laughs> yep. so is that what you settled on matthew you're going bank robber i'm gonna be a bank robber just because it sounds fun uh, are you gonna go by rating? say that uh, again what do i record credit rating it's a skill. Uh, it's it's a skill. Oh. So when you're doing skills, you'll do it. I'm gotcha. just saying, note what the range is because you have to put at least the minimum up to the maximum into that one. So so under firearms, it just says firearms. It doesn't say firearms, handgun, firearms, rifle, long arms. So which one is it? Rifle, shotguns, or is it both? For my for what right. I have, pistols and rifle, shotgun are different skills. Rifle, shotgun I know. is one skill. I, I get that. So my question is, under my... If yours just says firearms, it's it yes. can be any of them. They're all that's... profession skills for you. When did I ask that? That's exactly what the question was. I guess that makes sense, because you've got the guy with the, the rifle in the, in the car, and you got the, the people going inside with the... Yeah, that makes sense. Locksmith operate heavy machinery... She fucking sucks at gunplay, but she does have a war boomerang, an actual weapon in Call of Cthulhu. It does not come back to you, though. <laughs> no, no, they not. don't. Uh, it's still funny. And any other, any one other skill as personal or air specialty, that'll be stealth. <laughs> Sneaky boy. All right. So you're so, not the babyface Nelson type of bank robber. <laughs> I don't know. No, he's he's snorky. My my favorite for uh, my favorite portrayal of Nelson is still Oh Brother Where Art Thou. That's a okay. really good portrayal. Yeah. yeah. Occupational skill points is education times two plus strength times two in my case, and that's gonna be big. Yes. Also, something you want to decide going into this is whether or not you're a believer. Uh Uh, I I, I know you're going to play Misty, but other than that, I would prefer Mm -hmm. everyone else have no Cthulhu Mythos experience. Well, no, 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 not that. Believer uh, believer affects how things interact with you as well. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to use believer for this. Oh, like we're not going to encounter any books or anything. Like, like uh, it, it's it's a one shot, David. It's not going to be that comprehensive. Fair enough. I I don't know what we're doing. I'm just trying to cover the bases. No, you're good. Uh, bases. Hey, excuse me. Uh, Bless you. All right. Alrighty. So the now that you've chosen occupations, uh, calculate based on your occupation what your skill points are going to be. And then let's uh, let's put in our occupation skill points. You will then, after you've used all your occupation skill points, you get personal interest skill points as well, which will let you either top off some of your occupation skills or put them in skills that aren't occupation skills at all. Okay, so these ones that have a percentage, oh, they all have a percentage next to them, like 5% or 10%. That's the base, so you spend points to increase it from the base. From the base, that was yeah. the question. Okay. Yeah. Also, so, everyone should put points in the spot hidden. Yeah, for sure. Spot, spot hidden rule. is perception, yes. But yeah, for now, though, just spend all your occupation skill points within your occupation skills, and we'll move on to personal interest skills afterwards. Yup. Stealth. 
I'm gonna go turn on my old laptop for the first time. Oh, also, uh, limit of 75% maximum. You can't go above 75% at character creation. So, alright, I have to ask what I'm putting in. So it says stealth 20%. If I put 40 in the thing, does that mean I have 60 total? Is that to calculate somewhere? Oh, no, it doesn't calculate like that. So I have to put put the total total in. Yeah. But, uh, and then I remember it only cost me 40 points. Exactly. Right, it's a basic concept. Okay. Gotcha. Alright. Alright, just trying to make certain I do this right. So we'll start by... Well, let's see how many skill points we use uh, in class ones. One, two, three. Will it total the skill points that I've used anywhere for me, or no? Right. Nope. Was... Have a, I always keep a calculator with the running total. One, <laughs> yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven... Eight. Eight in class skills. Let's start if I added 30 to each just to start with. That'd be 240 of my points. Let's start there. And then do I only get to spend the profession skills or the profession points on profession skills? I think you Exactly. Okay. Yeah, so do all those first, and then you'll get uh, a few personal interest skills that you can either use to top up occupation skills or put in other skills altogether. Gotcha. Okay, so that started with 240 of my 330 points. Now go back. 90 points left to distribute. 25 will go to top off stealth to 75. Oh yeah, are you doing a a skill cap, a starting skill cap thing? Seventy five. Seventy. Yeah, I said seventy five. Okay, I was away. So. I can only get locksmith up to 51. Is that a problem? Is that good enough, you think? That's perfectly fine. Yeah. I mean, listen, even even only having like a 30 in a skill is still a decent chance. Yep. Especially if you pick up um, like safe cracking tools or lockpicks. Because equipment in Call of Cthulhu gives you... Oh, bonuses. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I started, since I had eight class skills, I just went 30 into, uh, extra 30 into every single one of my class skills because I had 330 points and then I had 90 points left to spend. So then I went and I upped my fighting skills and I upped my stealth and then whatever else was left, I threw in a locksmith. Yeah, no, that's 51 is really solid because it's super cheap to get the tools for it. 
cool. How opposed would I be if I have no fighting skills? I should probably put some in fighting, huh? So is that just no? What's our credit rating? When do we do credit rating? Is that right now? That's too? a skill. That, that's a yeah, skill. That, that is. Oh, fudge. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I have to. Yeah, I have to. Thing. I have to recalculate. Well, Maybe you can I'll also just... put personal into it. So yeah, you don't have to. Take, I'll take some mech repair down a little bit. Mech repair goes down to thirty, which isn't terrible. My drive auto will go down. I don't. Uh, Do you guys think it's important that I put fighting points in fighting, or is twenty-five and twenty gonna do me? That's up to you. So what's what's what's, what? Let me ask you a question real quick. What's your strength plus size, Alex? Strength plus size, a hundred and five. 105 okay so yeah you you wouldn't have a melee damage bonus so okay what's credit rating monetarily where's the chart for that so i know what i'm looking at yeah sure let me find that for you it is on page uh 57 57 cool that way i know if i'm putting x amount into it what what that means you know yeah absolutely Dog, what are you doing, Bella? So anywhere from his credit rating 10 to 50, or 10 to 49 is going to be average. I don't need to be wealthy. I'm fine with being average. So I don't need to go higher than 10 to be at that same. There we go. Yeah. I haven't hit it big yet. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, exactly. You're still looking for that one last trap. I'm looking for that score still, so. Alright. Hey. Prohibition is almost slash is here, so that's (laughs) basically free money for criminals. That's right. So my credit rating is going to be Bank robbing was basically uh, was basically the like the perfect crime for a very short period of time. Yeah, it's true. Oh, there was the insurance. Yeah, I mean, but plus also just the fact there wasn't federal agencies specifically to stop bank robbers. <laughs> I gotta move nine. Oh, I'm trying to remember. There's one famous bank robber who, after he got caught, they asked him uh, why he <laughs> robbed banks. He said, "Because that's where the money is." <laughs> so, one <laughs> d three plus d b. What's that mean? Damage bonus. It's based on your size plus strength. It was Willie Sudden. That's who it was. Okay. Size plus strength? Yeah. That that creates your your build score. Where do I find that? Where do I find the damage bonus that equals to? Oh, I don't know. Oh, there it is. I see it. I see it. I see it. So it's It's, 1d3 plus 1d6. That that gotcha. quote actually turned uh, in turn created a sort of a law in the medical community called Sudden's Law, where when diagnosing one should first consider the obvious. Yeah, <laughs> it's the principle behind Occam's Razor. Really, is just so I finished with step four, and where's step five on this crazy thing? Let's see. Five. Investigators. Personal interest skill. 
Oh, that's personal that's interest. Multiply the investigator's int times two and allot the points to any skills except he, he, he wrote a book in 76 uh where he denies having said this but said that if anyone had asked him he probably would have said it <laughs> he's like no i don't what, remember what saying that but it's a great line <laughs> and i probably <laughs> would have said it <laughs> int times two what is int int is 70 int times two is 140 points I could jump on my credit rating if I wanted to at this point. Yeah, that's the problem with criminal professions. They get really good occupational skills, but their personal like skills get nothing out of it. What do you mean? Personal interest has nothing to do with your... your Sorry, I, I misspoke. Uh, I, I meant that they don't have occupational skill points to play around with. They have a good skill list. Yeah. But like researcher or doctor has like can get four hundred something, four to five hundred easily. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'm okay with what I chose though. Twenty five for fast talk. That seems. It's just good. a trade off. Yep. Oh, I should put some in dodge. I don't have any in dodge. Yeah, your dodge base is like your dex times two, so it starts out. It's half dex. Half, half, half your dex. Yeah, base, I, I, yeah, I said. Which is so, good for me. Wow, that's 40 to start with. Yeah. Maybe I'll only put like a little bit into it then. Ugh, 60. I that's missed dodge. I'm glad you said that. Otherwise, I totally would not have put points in dodge, and that would have been... 20 points there, 20 points there. 5%. Combat shows up and your character just dies. Dies. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's likely to happen anyways. That's It's Call of Cthulhu. That's just how it goes, right? Like, It's really not that common. You don't get character deaths if you don't play like idiots. No. Sometimes it'll it, happen it, it, still. It, it, I don't disagree it, with it, that. That's it, at least it's GM dependent. It, 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 it's not so much DM dependent. Uh, well, I guess if it's homebrew, but if you're, it yeah. very much depends on the scenario you're running, whether death is likely that's or not. True. Like, uh, for example, if you're running a campaign like Masks or Call of Cthulhu instead of just, like, a one-shot, uh, you're going to have multiple character deaths for everyone involved. I have no yeah. persuasion. I'm not going to get Almost any. Certainly. No psychoanalysis, no psychology, no if right. So, if someone somehow managed to avoid death, they no, will no, almost no, certainly no. eventually go in permanently no, insane no, and lose no, their no, character no. that way. I was hoping I'd be able to up my lock, but I don't think I'm going to have that. No firearms. Yep, that's part of why Call of Cthulhu campaigns are so long. No counting, no So, like, yeah, you'll just play it for a while and you'll rotate through characters because you won't survive. Okay. You have to be extraordinarily lucky to get through a full campaign on the same character. Yeah. Yeah, I am excited, and I am ready. Especially because part. they're usually fast-paced, which means you don't have time to recover in a hospital. <laughs> I've got that part down. Next. 45 libraries. How about that? Okay. No good in combat, but I have libraries. Yeah. I'm awesome in combat, and I have no libraries. I have no library use. No listen. I have great health and great spot hidden. Great stealth, great spot hidden, yeah. So you guys all did your personal interest skills as well now? Yes. Yep. I almost took swim, but I didn't. I did take... I don't know why. I just Weapon felt it. Skills. Okay. So the next thing, if you've spent all your skill points, 
take a look at uh, box six and determine your damage bonus based on your strength plus size as well as your build. Where do I? Yeah, I think it's auto calculated oh, on the calculated. Sheet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Does anyone have a damage bonus? No. Yes, I do. One d six. Oh Jesus! Nice. You had one sixty-five yeah. or greater. Nice. Yeah, I had a strength of ninety and a and a size of seventy-five. That'll do it. Yeah, you also have a build exactly. of two, which means you're not going to be fitting into small spaces. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm the big, big bank robber. <laughs> so. All right. You're the muscle. Then, yep. I'm you're the guy they send in first. It's oh, credit rating stuff, and then it's just backstory, which we can do offline. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so to go to, uh, I, I forget, page 57 uh, tells you your finance financial situation based on your credit rating. Which is average. <laughs> um, and then uh, there's also gear and equipment. Ah, okay. And which uh, there's general equipment on page 238 and weapons list on 250. Just make sure you pay attention to the eras. <laughs> yeah, and we're 20s era. Exactly. Cool. Prices of firearms, like also in a weird spot. I think it's literally on two. Where, where are those pages? Well, what page is this all on? Two thirty-eight is general equipment. Two fifty okay. is weapons. I need weapons. That's what I need. I know there's. I know there's something attached to equipment that like you can only find in the back of the book, but I can't remember what it is. I need weapons. Lots and lots of weapons. Yeah. So I would say first off, don't worry about the price of things very much. Um, like I said, uh, you have, based on your credit rating, a number of assets, and those assets can basically be any gear. Okay. What is the spending level? You can also get anything up to your spending level for free, basically. Oh, I see. You, it doesn't yeah. count against your wealth. Yep. So it's in the Ma. So. All right. Chainsaws were not in the 1920s. $1,000 in assets. Also, for ammunition price, you just have to scroll up directly above the ammunition page there, or above the weapons page. Gotcha. Okay. And then w with our equipment, that'll do everything. Make sure, for... make sure you, it's not the page directly above it, though. You got to, that's modern. You have to scroll up a little bit to 1920s. Gotcha. Unless you want to pay more. I guess. There's also a sidebar on page 246, which talks about what weapons are illegal in the 20s. So, David, or any yeah, so of you, actually, I feel that you guys would know better what would be a classic um, gun for a for a, a classic small handgun for or a, a bank robber, and then maybe a rifle as well. That entirely depends on what part of the U.S. you're in. East Coast, New York City, Manhattan. That's where I grew up. Um, honestly, go for uh, go for if it's, it's like if it's Manhattan, you probably wouldn't have a revolver. You'd probably have an automatic. Okay. Yeah. All right. So thirty-two, you think, or seven point yeah. six five millimeter? You think that's that's the one? Fifteen yards. Well, no, that's wait. Yes, that is available in the nineteen twenties. All right, that's where we'll go. 1d8, that looks good. 
Why is there a nine millimeter revolver? That's gross. A what? I said, why is there a nine millimeter revolver? That's gross. Because <laughs> there used to be no rules when manufacturing guns. Yeah, I mean, nine millimeter is just like if you're gonna get, carry a revolver, at least carry a powerful round. <laughs> like I said, there were no rules. Like up until the end of World War II into the Korean War, like, like there were no rules when it came to weapons. Honestly, uh, I if I was you, Matthew, yes, uh, I would. If you're gonna be like a, a bank robber, I would get a forty-five automatic. Okay, all right. Yeah, I just I wasn't I wasn't trying to go for min maxi stuff, and I thought that that may be. It's going. called Cthulhu. There is no min maxing. Okay, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. That's I'll, I'll go to Cthulhu. Cthulhu. You I'm sure not going to argue about with a D10 plus two damage, right? So I mean, I'm feeling yeah. for a reporter, I'd have something much smaller, probably like that dorky 38 revolver. Now let's talk about a rifle because he also is very good with those. I, I I personally am not great with guns. Well, actually, I'm a very good shot. You should carry but... a Derringer, Alex. <laughs> a Derringer, yes. <laughs> just a little. Uh, I'm a little. A bit. Tide, just a tidy, tidy little gun. <laughs> we need to wrap this up though, so that they can. That's right. To geese at the beach, but yes. Uh, my soul tells me to tell you to buy an M1 Grand because. I love the sound that gun makes. Every sound that gun makes is beautiful. A um, what? An M1. Mm-hmm. Were those available in the 20s? Where are they? Yeah, they were yeah. World War One weapons. Okay. All right. Where is that located? Uh, oh, actually, God. Actually, actually, World War Two or later. Oh, what am I thinking of? The M1 might still be the thinking It's not a World War One gun. It's yeah, it's World War Two. Yeah. So it might not be in the 20s. Then. It's not, yeah, I don't, I don't see know it. It specifically says it has its own custom unique thing that says World War II or later. Oh, okay. The, yeah, okay. See that. Fair enough. So you can't have it unless we're playing in that era. I don't know when we are. 1920s. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, uh, let's, I don't know what a Martini Henry rifle is. But that looks cool. It's a bolt action. Mm, yeah. I like that. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Bank robbing with the bolt action. <laughs> no, okay, fair enough. I don't know. I just like the idea of a bolt. You, that's fair. Uh, g- give yourself like the, the 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 thirty lever rifle or something. Thirty lever action. All right. Yeah. There we go. All right. We're geared. We we've got some. We've got our weapons and. Yep, I think this we'll is a good starting point. We can talk about backstory. Yep. We'll hit backstory on the. Uh, on stream uh hopefully well everyone will have heard that already but yeah all right right, guys time for haul yeah and i'm out you guys that was awesome i'm excited this is this is this is the game this is going to be a good game thank you for listening to this week's episode of dungeon dive bar to keep tabs on what we're up to follow us on social media you can find us on twitter at at bar dungeon on Facebook at facebook.com slash dungeondivebar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at linktr.me dot 
bit.ee slash Dungeon Dive Bar. To hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. A very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons, Happy Cyclops, Jacob, Mirror Wolf, 22 Plus, and Bellandora. Thanks, and see you at the bar.